fuck. What's up, man? Let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? I gotta, I gotta make, make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. Hey, I ain't taking no for an answer. <laughs> Welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I'm Mo. Thank you for listening. On today's episode, I got another interview for y'all. Um, like I always tell y'all, one of the things I like to do here on the 290 Mo Podcast is is bring small businesses, black businesses, all type of businesses that may not get the type of publicity that they deserve. Or, like I like to say, before the price go up, you know what I'm saying? Because people will be working, putting in real money, real time, and real work into their brand. And it's only a matter of time before they blow. So I like to get them on the podcast and get their story and get their product out to the people before it blow, before the prices go up and y'all can't afford it, you know? But uh I don't know with all this 20K, 10K out here, man. Ain't no telling everybody can afford whatever, but... Uh, that's definitely something we're going to touch on on another podcast. But like I said, today we got, um, a Sukar Body Basics, uh, interview I did with Anna Williams. It was, it was, uh, amazing. I learned a lot of things. Um, but before we get into the interview, um, just want to let you guys in on a few things. Um, not only is this interview with, uh, Anna from a, a Sukar Body Basics, she will also be uh, one of the vendors at the Support Thy Neighbor pop-up shop um, this Sunday, April 25th, <laughs> 2021. The Support Thy Neighbor pop-up shop, Asukar Body Basics, will be there. So if you hear anything in this interview that, that, that really interests you, um, if you uh, the links to the website is in the description. If you see something on the website that you want to grab, you don't want to wait for delivery, um, come check us out um, this Sunday at the Support Thy Neighbor um, pop-up shop. Get up with um, Anna, get up with me, get up with Outway, get up with uh, Fetish Adult Entertainment, get up with True Word Clothing. There's going to be a lot of dope vendors in the building, so make sure y'all come out and support. Um, and the Support Thy Neighbor pop-up shop is, is something that we're trying to turn into an annual event, something that we want to have every other month. Um, so definitely make sure you locked in, make sure you subscribed everywhere so that you don't miss none of that news. Now, a Sukar is a luxury, all natural hair and skincare product line geared toward helping our sunflower gods and goddesses who may be struggling with dry skin and dry hair issues. We'll help them shine to be their brightest selves. A Sukar Body Basis Inc. strives to make sure that you can be confident in the skin that you are in. All right, now that's enough of my blam blam. Let's get right into this interview. Make sure you listen to the 290 More Podcast when you ain't got shit else to do. All right, in a minute, gang. All right, welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate you for uh, coming on and giving us some of your time. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners? Okay, my name is Anna Williams. Uh, there goes Anna on Instagram. Anna Katharina on Facebook. My uh, business is Asukar Body Basics Inc. Um, my website is asukarbbinc.com. Okay, okay. So Asukar, what exactly what is that? Asukar is simply, um, in simple terms, it means sugar in Portuguese. Because I was born in Portugal, that's where I'm from, and um, 
the spark came from I watched Celia. It, it was a docu series a couple years ago, and that was like her main word. I don't know if you know what Celia Cruz is, and my mm-hmm. grandma is always saying that word also. Mm-hmm. And my main product is a sugar scrub, so I see that made sense. Okay, okay. So, so you mentioned that you were born in Portugal. Where exactly mm-hmm. is that, and and how how was how was it growing up in Portugal, or were you just born there and you were born straight here, or can you tell us more about that? Yeah, well, I was born in Lisbon, Portugal. Um, that's across the Atlantic, right next door to Spain, right on top of I think it'd be Algeria or Libya, one of those. But it's in Europe, um, okay. and I arrived here when I was about like five, so life there is pretty fast. <laughs> Um, but I go back there very often and, um, it's, it's very different from the United States. Very, uh, carefree living. You know, if you go there. Would it be considered a poor country or, 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 uh, a rich country or how, how's the living in Portugal? It wouldn't be considered a poor country, but there are poor, you know, parts, just like any city would have. Um, but I would call it a retirement city. You know, if you were to go there on a vacation, you'd see everybody mm-hmm. just on the patio, on the sidewalks, having their drinks, coffee, food, you know, people put, everybody puts everything on the tab. It's, it's a nice place to live. Um, but if you are like, you know, our age trying to, have a career a lot of people they leave the country because you know teachers get well i think most people get paid once a month there so if you're not there already rich you might have like a hard time living and you know trying to sustain but if you're already set in life it's a perfect place to have you know a nice rest of your life okay so we talked about the name how did you turn that name and why did you turn that into a business how did how did that come to be Okay, well, um, I went to I went to a couple colleges. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. But uh, my first college I went to was Dominican University. Um, and there, I just, you're a college student, you kind of like low on funds. You do lotion, you do different things, you know, personal hygiene products and stuff. And right. um, can you still see me? Oh, uh, no. You, okay. I lost. Gotcha. Somebody's calling. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, running loan funds, needed different personal hygiene things like lotion, um, body butters, whatever. And my grandma had always been um, the person in our family to show us how to do things naturally, how to use different herbs and uh, flowers, oils, essential oils from the earth. Um, and that had been always something that I, I'd known of and I'd done. So... Just taking what I know and taking what I needed and putting them together and created my business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what can you do? You remember the exact event or the exact thing that that made you? Because I'm sure this was stuff that you were already, you know, what I'm saying doing for yourself as far as making your own products. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to share it with other people as far as you know? What I'm saying branding. It? Okay. Was it somebody well, like you you shared it with somebody and like, man, you gotta get this out there or or is it is it strictly for profit or is it strictly to you know what I'm saying to purely help your people? It's purely to help my people because um and again, I call we, we call uh each other in, indigenous people because we mm-hmm. feel like we are indigenous to, you know, the earth pretty much. But um no, it's strictly to help my people. Um 
I read labels all the time. I read articles. I watch documentaries. I watch the YouTube videos. And a lot of the ingredients in all the products that we use are 99.9 of the time harmful, <laughs> if not. Um, you know, there are certain things in shampoos that we use. Um, and I could mention it in this video, but I don't know if that would be like controversial. But um, there are ingredients in the videos, I mean, in the products that we use that could cause like, you know, hormone imbalances or, you know, could cause things like eczema that people deal with every day. You know, the mom right, right. may have been using certain things and it may have affected the baby. And then, you know, the baby mm-hmm. would uh, be born with certain, you know, skin problems or, you know, any type of issues that you may have. So my thing is, I believe that everybody should be able if not to ingest, if you can ingest whatever you're using on your skin, you shouldn't have a problem with it. I think everybody should be using all natural products. Everything that is from the earth was for us. So if we can ingest it and we can use it on our body, we shouldn't have any issue. We shouldn't have any, you know, health problems. Nothing should be uh, messing with our respiratory system. So I believe that anything that we put in to our bodies and use on our bodies and on our skin should be all natural. I noticed that looking at your website, and it's a question pretending that that I'm gonna get to a little bit later. So that's something I definitely did notice. But before we get to that, um, scrubs, shampoo, art. Um, what made you choose these products specifically to use to touch the people? Um, because we always want to look and feel good. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends, they will spend a lot of money trying, you know, to for their skin, to make their skin hydrated, to hydrate their skin, make it soft. You know, people want to, women per se, I can speak on behalf of women, you know, we want to go out summertime, want to get out the shower and just feel completely hydrated instead of getting out the shower, having to put lotion on, you know, or maybe we forgot to put lotion on. If this could just be a part of your like shower or bath routine, you could come out of the right. shower. I call it a lotion replacement on my scrubs because once you put my scrubs on, you don't need anything else and it'll last for throughout the day. Some people it lasts longer. Some people, you know, depending on their skin type. Is that, is um, that a, is that a, a, a guarantee? That's a guarantee. Okay, okay. And that's one thing I meant to, <laughs> meant, to, meant to mention earlier when he had made the comment, but um, this podcast used to be named the No Cap Podcast, so it's explicit, oh, no, no, no holds bar. Um, we do 100% facts, no cap, real rap. If you feel like it's something that the people need truth. to... 100% If you feel like it's something that people need to hear, speak your truth, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here okay. to hold nobody worries back. I'm not a scientist, you know what I'm saying? I'm You you the specialist in this field. That's why I got you on the show. So All right. I, I appreciate any expertise you got to offer for me, my uh, viewers and listeners. Okay. Okay. I appreciate so. you for having me. So also reviewing your site and your products, I also noticed that you considered your, your products luxury products. What makes your products luxury over the, the typical products that you might see on the counters? Okay. I My product um, is considered luxury over um, any other over-the-counter product because my ingredient list is simple mm-hmm. and the, the result that you would expect to get from any other over-the-counter product with a long list of ingredients that you probably would have to google you'll right. get it from mine and my google ingredients still won't know what simple. it is say it again i say you'll google it and still won't know what it is or what it means exactly and you don't have to google certain uh certain ingredients that i have for the most part in my scrubs it's the ingredient list is it's not going to be any longer than five ingredients and they're going to be easy to read 
And I mean, if you have to Google them, fine, but you'll know what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing that we touched a little bit earlier on, on you mentioned us being indigenous people. And, and like I said, I, I reviewed your site and your blog and, and could you just explain to me what exactly a sunflower God is and, and what part does that play in, in your business? Okay. So sunflower gods and goddesses, that is a term that I use because I like to compare people to flowers especially our people to flowers um and that just goes you know as far as cultivating and how flowers blossom and what you need to um contribute to the flower to continue for it for the flower to blossom so Mm. i believe that we are similar to that in that respect um and my products are all natural flowers all natural people benefit from all of the natural um you know benefits of the world so that's that's how I connected the two, and I call everyone sunflowers because my favorite one of my favorite flowers are sunflowers. The other ones are orchids, but sunflowers blossom. They are um, reminiscent of the sun, and we are all sun children, I believe. And um, most of, especially us, melanated people, we get all of our vitamin D, all of our energy um, from the sun. If people are depressed, you go outside versus going to the doctor and getting prescribed I don't know anxiety medicine you go to you go outside meditate under the sun it's going to kick up your serotonin some of those um receptors in your brain are gonna kick to the opposite side of depression and you'll feel better um you know at night melatonin is what's uh activated but during the day it's serotonin so all those serotonin receptors are gonna they're gonna do something in your brain i'm trying to keep this real simple because i can go into depth no no i definitely i definitely yeah so sunflowers are um similar to the sun and this is how my brain is is functioning and i believe we are all plants we're all plants of this this universe so when we blossom, we're, blo- we're blossoming just like a sunflower would blossom. And all natural things are supposed to be poured into us just like plants receive mm-hmm. all natural things and they blossom. Right. Oh, that's what I say. You, you definitely make sense. I had heard like a conspiracy theory where um, part of the COVID thing was like they're telling everybody to stay in the house when you really need to be getting in the sun and building your immune system and stuff. Like and you that. know what? So, that ain't that's that's not a conspiracy. That's the truth. Yeah, they yeah. want us to believe it's a conspiracy, so we would be in the house. Yeah. Oh, oh, that I might have. We to need imagine. sun. We need sun. We're not going to burn up if we go outside and sit under the sun for hours. Exactly. It's going to be. We're going to be. We're going to have a glowing. Uh, um, what do you call this? Uh, complexion, mm-hmm. and um, we're, you're gonna feel better. We sweat, you know. We have to. We have to be outside in the atmosphere. The other people might uh, not benefit too much from being under the sun, but you know. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I said. I might have to have you on for. Uh, I'm, I'm deep like that too. So we definitely going. That's something we could definitely wrap about on another yeah. episode or something. But continuing on on you and your business, um, I also noticed that you you said all your products are handmade by you. Is that mm-hmm. something that you do intentionally just to have a, a connection with your customers, or is it just you know what I'm saying you're looking to expand? You're wouldn't you're going to expand one day, or is that just a personal relationship that you like to have with your customers? Well, it is a personal relationship that I like to have with my customers. I try to make sure. Um, because right now I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of uh, rebranding, changing so, certain things, you know, my label and stuff like that, packaging. But 
it does um, keep me connected to my, my customers. I try to make sure that each one is individualized um, as far as it's created. But when things get bigger, I'm still going to be involved in the process, but I will need help because mm-hmm, exactly. you know, that'll make for um, turnaround time, faster turnaround time if I do have help. But as of right now, everything is done by me. Cause I like I like to do my research, you know what I'm saying. I just don't like to bring. I just don't have a, a you know what I'm saying a, a cliche list of questions that I ask everybody. I like to look on the sites, on the social media pages, and just looking at what you got going on. It definitely doesn't look like it's just you behind the scenes. So um, I definitely want to give you your flowers on that. You're definitely doing Thank your you. thing on that. As far as that, it's goes. hard. It's hard to make the yeah, website. I definitely. I have I def- to figure that out. And yeah, uh, yeah Shopify can, can be confusing. Then the upload pictures. I had to learn all that as I was doing it. Then mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram. I'm just starting to get back on Instagram with my business. And then, um, yeah, keeping up the accounting side of it is. Yeah, that's why I noticed looking at the bottom of your website, you just had you had all the payments, you know what I'm saying? I was just thinking about how I don't use nothing but Cash App. I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. That's, that's gotta be wild. But I definitely understand too how having to learn, you know what I'm saying, certain new things all the time because me, for instance, myself, I have no background in none of this stuff as far as going on the computer and typing in the website. So everything I learned, I literally had to go on YouTube and put how to and go from there. So I definitely absolutely what you've been through and I respect it a hundred percent. Definitely. So talking about your handmade products and everything being made in house and having that personal relationship with your customers, how did you learn how to make these products? And, and what, when did you know that you made these products sufficient enough to be able to sell at a customer satisfaction? Um, you know what I'm saying? To be something that a customer will want to buy. Okay, that's a good question. Um, so I mean, because you know, you see stuff, you're like, I ain't buying that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Uh, my grandmother, she taught me how to make all of these. This is, you know, what we would just make back mm-hmm. at home. Uh, it's really her. She's, you know, my inspiration behind all of this. Um, and testing, you know, having creating samples. And I think a child is the biggest critic mm-hmm. for anything that you can try. So I tested it on, you know, my friends' kids and then my uh, most critical friends and just strangers. Um, mm-hmm. And I got a lot of good feedback. My, one of my good friends, she's like totally against everything. She hates trying new foods. And um, I just gave it to her, told her how to use it. And she called me back like, yeah. I'm not going to, I don't need any lotion anymore because this, I've been, you know, it's been on my, I haven't had an ashy elbow in some days, like, you know, and I, I used it twice within, I think like four or five days. And I'm like, okay. And then she tried it on her baby. Um, one of my friend's babies has really, really bad eczema. Mm-hmm. She doesn't deal with that anymore as far, you know, as long as she uses that. And I give her one without a scent. So what I can, if, you know, if customers get as specific as they can i will try to like meet all of their needs just because everybody's skin is not the same but yeah it was uh passing out samples and passing out samples to random strangers and Mm -hmm. people who i know are completely critical of everything and that's how i knew it's like okay 
Mm. And when you passed out them, them samples, did you, to random strangers, did you leave like your card and your contact information? How did that work? Because that's also something that I like to do too, just as far as I got podcast cards and I just be out. I just stick them on cards and stuff like that. I know people who's in the hip hop and I tell them, man, just pass your music out, stuff like that. So how did you, is that something, did you attach a business card to it or how did you um, get feedback from those samples or from, from those um, testings? So when I was doing that, it was mainly on Facebook. I didn't even have a website yet. So mm-hmm. I had a flyer with me, a small flyer, and I was passing out uh, samples, passing them out um, where at school, passing them out. You know, just I was just out. And then one one uh, advertising like tip that I kind of learned was airdropping my flyer to like random people, and people were reaching out to me. Um, oh, so your air, airdrop just be open like that? A lot of people have their phone. You know, I don't even know if they pay attention, but they have their phones just like yeah. enough where I could airdrop. And right. you know, one lady was like, "What is this?" Right. And I, you know, <laughs> we had a conversation, and she's just like, "Okay, that was pretty smart, but right. it's also kind of creepy because I just got a random flyer." Yeah. So I, I was trying all avenues. I've been considering getting. Uh, I got a, a note now. I've been considering getting another phone just because of the podcast and a lot going on. And that idea, mm-hmm. I love it so. I was <laughs> it's creepy, just in a but basketball game, just dropping it in on everybody. Yeah, saying. literally. But, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's that's definitely a dope idea, and I I, I love your enthusiasm because that's a, another another type of a uh, guest I like to have on a podcast. Is people, you know, a lot of people have ideas, you know what I'm saying, and they don't. Put, yeah, we're supposed to just kick back ideas right. between each other, just just help each other out. And a lot of people don't put, you know, what I'm saying actual muscle behind that idea. Like I hear people say all the time, like I want to do this, I want to do that. But they literally haven't put $5 into doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I definitely like to have people on here with a real draft for other people to see and listen to your story. You know what I'm saying? So they can maybe get them a kick in the ass so they can start moving on, on their dreams and goals. So, so you, and we kind of walk into this next question, just talking a little bit about the natural ingredients and being able to customize or order specifically to a customer's need. So with mm-hmm. that being said, how do you go about getting these natural ingredients? Do you grow them or buy them from a natural source? And as far as the custom orders go, do you have a list of, of, of natural ingredients that you're already using in your repertoire? Or can I bring you a banana and say, I love bananas and I need me a banana shampoo when you can make it happen? Okay, that was a long question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I, can, I, can, I can come back. We can, we can split it up if, we, if I need to. Okay, so I, um, I do buy them wholesale. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I live in an apartment and I live in Chicago, so mm-hmm. it'll be kind of hard to grow my own things. Unless exactly. um, also I have hydroponics farm in my house that I'm oh, trying to get back uh, going. Uh, so is that legal? It, it's possible for me to do that, but I have to, you know, stay on top of it, and I'm still learning how to get that together. But I have like all the equipment, so it, it's coming. I so there will be a yes to that other question that you had like do I grow I, I will be able to grow soon but we're not there yet so okay. um and then you said if you bring me a banana would I be able to make like banana yeah shampoo? like how do is it do like if you for your custom orders the orders that you a customer might bring you do you have a list of ingredients that you're already uh willing to work with or can I bring you any natural can I bring you a plum and be like this is my favorite I want some plum shampoo can you make it happen it depends okay so It'll mainly be like herbs and then like an orange is something that you can extract like oil from. So it'll be like essential oils or dried herbs. 
So I wouldn't be able to do it with a plum, but if you could find, or I mean, I could most likely find like so plum like citrus, oil. Citrus if, things. Well, yeah, but if you can extract oil from um, the fruit or the fruit skin or something mm-hmm. like that, I could I could probably do it, but it'll take time. And then that's just when I go get, you know, the wholesale version of the essential, whatever, you know, you need. But I can't do anything with a plum. <laughs> I can't do anything with uh, a banana. Um, I could probably, I could probably use, uh, small amounts of it and then, cause I'm, I'm working on a conditioner, so it would probably be like a conditioner, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, well, maybe I'm just stuttering. Maybe, but, um, as far as like a scrub, it would be, it's oil based. So mm-hmm. you don't want anything with, um, anything that could grow bacteria and water is like a good host to grow bacteria. So with that, you know, I always also want to make sure everybody keeps the cap closed so you don't mix water in it and have it sitting up in there and, you know, things happen and mm-hmm. too much liability. But it, no, it, it, it would yeah, be dried herbs and oils for okay. the scrubs. All right. And, and, um, I'm also, um, just asking, I noticed that most of your business is done, um, online. I don't know if you have any of your products in any stores or any of that, but, uh, with that being said, how has COVID-19 affected your business in any way? Well, it slowed down the process. Um, you know, people making purchases and buying wholesale. Uh, my favorite containers that I was using, I, I had to, you know, figure out different um, avenues to get different containers because I couldn't use that. So I guess packaging, it affected packaging a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did start dropping off more and then I have people come pick up if they don't want to do it uh, through the website even though I really suggest to do it on the website because it's easier for me but some people like Cash App and Zelle and they want to pick it up drop it off so I try to accommodate everybody where I can Um, but yeah I think that's the only aspect of the business that was affected was just like packaging Um, because so many people probably order like you know the same types of containers and things got slow during COVID I guess Mm. right so, so before I get you up out of here, if you could, if you don't mind sharing with us, what is your overall, at the end of the day, when you sit back, what is the overall vision for your, for your brand? What's the overall, when you sit back and you said, I've complete, I've done everything I wanted, what would that look like? Oh, that's a good question. Well, um, I obviously want to be bigger than what I am now. Um, and definitely I want to be on your way. Like, uh, thank you. And I want to be able to reach more people. I want to be overseas. I want everybody to, you know, let go of all of, all artificial, you know, anything and just use, go back to nature, go back to using natural products. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as much of a vegan as I can. So, you know, that coincides with my business. Um, and uh, I, I think just going back to like basic roots would you know, I, I feel like I've done everything that I can do with my business as far as it being natural. Um, yeah, and as far as us being indigenous people, and just so I can add, um, I am a part of um, They Should Have Indigenous People's podcast. So mm-hmm. you, you might have to have us on so we can yeah, talk so and uh, expound 
We thought of two, three different episodes. I got to have you back on already. So we definitely going to have you back on. Yeah. And you would definitely, um, it, it'll, it'll be very interesting because it, we, we looking at, we're using that. I, well, I personally want people to look at that podcast as a self-help podcast to free themselves mm-hmm. from, uh, United States, America, whatever you want to call this. So we'll get into that too. But yes, um, just going back to the roots and being able to help people naturally take care of themselves and feel good. That's how I feel like I'd be at my peak. Okay. Okay. And like I said, I really appreciate your time, especially for people, um, like, like yourself, who's running a business. I know how valuable your time is. So before you, I get you up out of here, I need a personal recommendation. One of the things I like to do, um, on my podcast is I like to try to, uh, relate to, to the people as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. Everybody got something going on. Do you, what can you recommend for me? You know, so I have an issue with, uh, ingrown hairs in my beard. Do you have anything that you recommend for ingrown hairs for men with beards? Yes. Um, the scrub, you can use the scrub. I can make a, a peppermint scrub. Um, I can make a dry scrub for your beard. Um, I have a turmeric facial scrub. So all the scrubs will help. So, you know, after you shave, you immediately put that on. And then I have mm-hmm. other, you know, like personal remedies that I add on my website and things like that. I need um, like a, yeah, I need a recommendation the for the, for the aftershave and then the daily scrub. That's what I really need. Some daily. If you got something that I can put on and not need to moisturize after I put on, that would be great. Okay, I got you. It's, but it's all under the, in the scrub family. Okay, it's that's there. what I said. Make a recommendation. <laughs> send me my receipt, and I'm a, I'm a, um I'm a shop with you, and definitely gonna be a review up on the Two Ninety Mo podcast site. Okay, so okay, so it's gonna be the peppermint scrub and the turmeric scrub, and I got you. Okay, so like I said, thank you for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, thank you. All right, no problem.